The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. And now, it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck dish Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, Gary and Matt, and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. Let's go! Let's go! And we've gone. It's the Custard TV Podcast. A home and official podcast of that there website, thecustardtv.com. Smel- sweltering in the summer heat. Smelter. Um, I am. It's when you smell while you swelter. He's smelting. Uh, He's smelting like iron. Has your work, have either of your workplaces got um, air conditioning? No, I work for I work for Her Majesty's NHS. We're lucky we've got windows. Mine doesn't because we're upstairs in a Smiths with no ventilation. You work for Her Majesty's Smiths. Her Majesty's, <laughs> well, Her Majesty's post office, but we are based. Hold there. on. If you work in a Smiths, you should know quite a bit about smelting. No? Okay. Uh, this is the Custard TV <laughs> Podcast. Um, I'm Luke, editor of the website, thecustardtv.com, and I'm warm. Um, joined today, as always, by <laughs> oh, Gary. Hello, I'm Gary. I'm giving way, though. <laughs> no, hi, hi. no, I'm not hi, as warm hi. as a person. I'm just body heat-wise, I'm warm. Uh, hi, I'm Gary. I'm tepid. And there's I'm Matt ha- here as well. I'm at, I'm at room temperature. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I served at room Good. temperature. <laughs> I suppose what I am actually. I suppose what I am for comedic effect. I'm not just warm. I'm lukewarm. Thank you. Oh um, yeah. Oh comedy, comedy, comedy. Uh, so you've never heard this podcast that's, before. That's, that... the re- that's the response that gag deserved as well. Yeah. If you've never heard the, this podcast before, that is the standard of comedy throughout the next forty-five. I can hear minutes. tens of people turning their iPods <laughs> off right now. Yeah, holding down the shuffle button. Just listen okay. to that Daft Punk track over and over again. One of us may get lucky at the end of this podcast, who knows. Uh, there are several ways you can <laughs> whoa, get whoa, interactive whoa, with us. That was never in the contract. Well, no, I've got a, I've got a Strawberry Angel Delight waiting for me. Oh, oh fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, Gary right, so... just found pictures of Louisa last week, so... Easy. <laughs> yes. Easy. Let's not go into that. Okay, there are several ways you can get interactive with us. You can follow us each... On Twitter, I'm at Luke Custard TV. Gary is at the Gary Show, and Matt is at Matt TV Bites. You can follow us on Zbox and Facebook. We need those likes on uh, Facebook. Tell us what the Facebook is, Luke. It's www.facebook.com forward slash the Custard TV. Search for us on remember Facebook. Remember the. Remember, it's got a the. The is very important, so please yes. search for us on Facebook. We still uh, have news- 38 likes. So get get on it, please. And yeah, I've got I don't know what is happening. I'm gonna be all Facebookish tomorrow and try and sort it. Uh, get off Twitter. I know you're never on it, but get off. I'm qu- never get on Twitter. No. News, reviews, and previews is what we does here. Um, 
And on Zbox as well, you just search Custard TV minus the V, I think, on that, and you'll find us there. So several ways. Uh, I reckon this social media thing could take off. Well, I know people. They should make a film about it. They should. They should. And then Richard Bacon should make a documentary about it, hmm. changing one of the words no, of Richard those Bacon films. just shouldn't do anything. And then it should be in an episode of Luther, most closely linked. All good ideas. We'll pitch them to someone. Uh, yeah. News, TVs, and pre- uh, news previews and reviews is what we do. Not necessarily in that order, but we start with the news. Luke, Luke, we didn't decide who was doing what in our amazing pre-match. So, do you want to roll the company dice to see who does the news? I'm doing the news. Matt's doing oh. the reviews. Gary's doing the previews. Okay. Because there's loads more that, names in the previews. Is that because I've got three reviews this week to do? <laughs> It's because you're yes. the only one that's watching television. Oh, no, that's not true. Because you're the only one with the telly, it would seem. Oh. Okay, uh, we'll get through the news. There's quite a fair bit of it, but let me get through it. Shane Allen, who is the head of BBC Comedy, made a big speech today, which for some reason we weren't invited to. I don't think why. We've said nothing but good things about BBC we Comedy over the last club. We've always loved it, except for when it's on. Um... Half of those things we said about Citizen Khan, so that might have been He has announced uh, several things. I'll just run through them for you. The big things are um, sitcoms like The Right Way from Ben Alton have been axed. Also has Heading Out, which was Sue Perkins' first um, sitcom, and Getting On from BBC Four. Now, I personally, I don't know if the word axed has just been thrown... Along because I don't yeah. think getting out has been axed. I don't think so. It, it said in the in the press release I read that uh, right way and heading out have been cancelled and getting on is also coming to an end. That's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. I hate coming coming to make. an end is a bit different to cancel. Yeah. You thought um, last year that you looked because as we'll get onto later on, uh, two of the actresses are are involved well, in so something. It, much like um, some other things, it, the the last series of that felt quite final. Mm. To me, yeah. and I'd be oh. quite happy. It was a strong series. Uh, they're remaking it in America, which already made me suspicious about whether they'd have the time to do another series. And actually, I enjoyed getting on so much as it is. I'm happy if it comes to the end and is left there. Uh, also, Citizen Khan and Not Going Out will return not only for more series but for more Christmas episodes at Christmas, one presumes. And uh, he also announced that despite lukewarm ratings. Count Arthur Strong is coming back for a second series. Uh, Also, uh, good news for Gary. Uh, I read that uh, Miranda is is a long way from series four coming to the the screen. Would it be about 40 or 50 years, perhaps? No. no. Possibly. I think 20 Light light years, perhaps. I'll let you know, Gary, so you can book a holiday in advance. Keep keep me informed. (laughs) With the exception of of Citizen Khan, um, I think... Shane's announcement today is proving that he is sort of clearing the deadwood of BBC One comedy. There is a new BBC Three comedy coming called Bad Ults, which is just about the worst thing my well, poor little eyes have just seen. The quality seen. of it is in the title, so... Yeah, it's just just dreadful. Um, and We could do a whole podcast, and I, I don't know, maybe we have before, about why the BBC... Well, I know TV, I mean, look at Vicious... But why the BBC struggle to do comedy at the moment, I have no idea. We need to talk about that in greater depth. Is it because, and this is just a very quick synopsis, we talked about this before, they, they only really take the risks 
on the B- on the old digital channels, BBC Three and stuff like that, and even the one that w- wasn't the one that was set in Rome on ITV Four. Now it's been Plebs given a second series, Plebs. Yeah, ITV Two. It's obviously been given a second series. I know that doesn't necessarily mean, but there must have been something redeemable about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But they don't seem it. to take any risks on the main channels. Yeah. It's all safe I comedy. Think Citizen Calm was a big risk. That's yeah, well, true. Yeah. I wouldn't have commissioned it. Okay, so that's the comedy news uh, for today. Big surprise is um, that Cat Arthur Strong um, is coming back for Series 2. Not such a surprise. The right way from Ben Alton axed after one series. Bigger surprise that that was even made in 2013 in the first place. Yeah. Um, Broadchurch, a show we talked very little about at the start of the year. What's this uh, Broadchurch league? <laughs> I've no idea. Yeah. I'm just looking at the news and reading it. Uh, it's to be shown on BBC America on the 7th of August. All I want to say about this is you can go to thecustardtv.com and watch how BBC America are trailing the show to the American audience. I th- Have you seen this trailer? I haven't, no. No. You need to go on, on the website, thecustardtv.com, and, and look how they are training this show because if you watch it you will see they're giving away I mean we've got the hindsight of having seen it but they are giving away an awful lot of the series in the first trailer oh. for, for the series as a whole so go and have a look at it on com. let me know what you think but Broadchurch is to be shown on BBC America on the 7th of August at 10pm. What I'm looking, what I'm looking forward to doing is getting to like the the eighth or ninth episode, and then absolutely Twitter bombing America with who the killer is. There are only eight episodes. I'd love to do that. Well, the seventh. Then. Gary, Gary gets to episode nine and goes, "Hang on, there are only eight episodes." Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so other news announced today: Brian Cox, not the scientist man, but the Scottish man. Uh, and Judy Graham, formerly of the Bletchley Circle, have joined Series oh, 2 of Shetland, uh, currently filming in, can you guess? Australia. Yeah. Scotland, Bristol. yeah. Shetland was one of those things I didn't like it at first, then I liked it, then I didn't like it again, then by the end I liked it. These are going to be three two-part stories, as is such the common way for BBC to do well, crime drama at the is, moment. They are all based on books, aren't they? Like, um, it's the same actress who does Vera, uh, same actress, same author as Vera. Cleves. Uh, Anne of Cleves. Anne of Cleves. And they, <laughs> yes. She did well after she married Henry VIII, didn't she? <laughs> didn't she uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, I I'm the same as you. I think the, it's sort of suited that sort of Sunday night. Was it yeah, Sunday yeah. Monday night? Did they do it? Yeah. On? Yes, and I, I think it was. I th- also, it's worth mentioning this is an I, a BBC uh, BBC One series produced by ITV Studios. So if it's a hit, I wonder whether ITV are going to be going down. We should have should have let that be on ITV. Big news for Sky Atlantic, uh, the newsroom, series two, and uh-huh. Showtime's, Showtime's House of Lies, both going to be on in August. But if, like me, you have your Sky router plugged into the bo- back of your Sky box, uh, the boxes are available, uh, you can watch uh, series two, episode one of the newsroom and the House of Lies before they even start on on uh, Sky Atlantic in August. So you can be ahead of the game, so to speak. Um, and and it's worth noticing that if and it's worth noticing that noting that series one of Sky, of the newsroom is being reshown on Sky Atlantic at the moment. If you missed out, does that improve? I I, I watched the fir- Gary will be so pre- proud with me. Last week, I yeah. watched the first episode of the newsroom, the first of the first You're series. You're joking, really? I lo- I loved it, 
right. up until the point that they got into the news. <laughs> I loved all the bit with <sighs> Jeff Daniels talking to the, you know, getting all aggressive to the to the panel and sort of being anti-American and saying a lot. Of there is a there is a healthy of mix of politics, news, and the office type stuff, you know, like the, the interactions between the staff. I think even if you don't really enjoy American politics, there's still plenty to enjoy about this show. I think if you like politics as well, it's a big, big plus. Also worth mentioning, Dev Patel from Skins is yeah. also mm. in that cast as well. Um, voice news, if we yeah. must. J- Jesse J is to leave the BBC One singing competition after two series. Speculation is already. People are wondering: Do yeah. people care who replaces Jesse J? Well, the names that have been circling around that I've read: Emily Sanday, uh, Claire Faith, and uh, Rita Ora were the three sort of. And I suppose yeah. Matt Smith's not doing anything now. So no, he's afraid. Another acquisition. Another acquisition for. Are BC you going to absolutely blow by the fact that Jesse J's leaving the voice? Yes, I am. Whether this We're might mean that, that they might do, it might do exactly what you said that they might actually completely change the judges. Who, for who, three. who would you, Luke? Who was? Okay. Would there be anyone that you would watch if they if they were one of the coaches on the Voice? Would anyone sort of tempt you to watch it? I'll give you a name. Co- go on then. Kylie You're normally Minogue. not very good with names, but uh, yeah. we'll go on. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. I'd say no, because I've seen Danny in action. <laughs> That's no, terrible. Kylie did a couple of bits on the X Factor, didn't she? Yeah. And the, like, the I will not hear much said about Danny Minogue on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Why not? Uh, she's there with Miranda on your list. No, she's the opposite of Miranda. She's on the good list. Oh, she's on a different list, is she? She's on a very different list of Miranda. Um, and I just think that Kylie's got that kind of, you know, she's popular enough. And as you say, she's done the old bit of reality. So I think maybe somewhat. I mean, Paloma Faith is is the name that sort of springs she's out. Of me. Weird though. Yeah, because she's done. She she appeared on it before, I think, as a one of the sort of mentors, and I think maybe she thought you said one of the mentors. Then <laughs> I thought yeah, I was just about to make that joke that I realised was fairly close to the truth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would be. I mean, I think I don't think Emily Sunday would do it, even though no. she'd probably be. You know, she's the most relevant of the of the names. There, sort of. Uh, there might be a bit. Do you know where you'll Emily find Sunday, Emily Sunday uh, though? Do you know where they'll find Emily Sunday if they look yeah. for her? They'll find her next to me! Next to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if we hear of any concrete uh, news about who will replace Jesse on The Voice Series 3, we'll let you know. Uh, more acquisition news. Series 3 of Parks and Recreation of NBC uh, is going to be shown on BBC4. They've sort of shown <laughs> 1 and 2 already. We're not talking... Next week, we're talking 2014. I There's some advanced planning for you. I this, wait. I wanted to like, found incredibly irritating and not very funny. But apparently need, it does you improve. Need to, you need to skip Series 1 completely and start yeah. on Series 2. It's series a, one. Like, a bit like The Office, the American yeah. Office. Yeah. So series many American one, shows, people tell me that. Just skip se- the first Series lot. 1 focuses very much on the actual idea that they want to build a park. Once they get rid of that idea and move on to other stuff, it becomes much funnier. 
Um, something I am happy about uh, also happening on BBC4 is the aforementioned Joe Scanlon and Vicky Pepperdine of Getting Out are working together getting on a up. new dog comedy. What did I say? Getting Out. You were doing Getting On, Heading Out. And you got <laughs> yeah, as I was. Getting so On. Moving on changes. up. Uh, we'll air a new comedy series called Puppy Love. I'm so looking forward to this because I've already got visions of sort of best in show in my mind. That's sort of how I imagine mm -hmm. it to be. I think it could be very good. Uh, the Royal Family will later. not return for a Christmas special uh, this year, so praise be to somebody who decided that. Nor will Better News, absolutely fabulous, which is absolutely fabulous. Well, but again, um, the the comedy guy did say that Jennifer Saunders is welcome to do anything she wants on the on, you know, well, within reason. Perhaps she well, should the, do read like, the news or something. Yeah. Something like that. Something, something that we might laugh at. Maybe she'll at. be the new coach on The Voice. Maybe she will. Oh, or the new Who. The new Who. Um, eight out of ten cats does countdown. We're going to get a full series of that. Sounds like something I'd like. I've never, to be honest. Really I enjoy it, and uh, it features uh, Joe Wilkinson, who we like from uh, him. It and wasn't Jenna. bad actually. I, when I watched it, it was part of a. It's part of the Reverse Channel Four evening, isn't it? Where presenters do different shows and things. They did a couple recently where it was like teams and I know where Sean Locke yeah, did right. like, Ali Mack took over from Sean Locke for a couple of episodes and, and was, uh, so it was like teams of comedians with John Richardson was on there and um, as I say Joe Wilkinson was helping Rachel Riley with the, uh, you know, the letters and the numbers and stuff so, just, just so you far know, be it from me she's to, on, she's to far be it from me to interrupt the flow of this here podcast, but I think all my years in radio show me that <laughs> as we've just talked about uh, the, the recommission of Cat Arthur Strong, and as it was on last night, we should really talk about that first because I'm really keen you to know what you think of, it. of the reviews. Bit go on, Matt. Break the rules. It really likens itself. This I don't know what that means. Let me tell you. <laughs> go on, Matt. Okay, Talk about so I, I, I did actually, well, I've watched this today, Count Arthur Strong. I had to do it twice because I fell asleep the first time, which which says a lot about it. Yeah. I, I watched the first 20 minutes. Okay. Um, I watched the first 24 minutes, I think. Oh, well, I fell asleep after 16 minutes and then watched the last 12 minutes. It's only 24 minutes long, isn't it? 28. 28. 28. I, did, I didn't stick oh, around for the credits. Way. Uh, so, basically, this is about... Um, a, a man, I can't remember, Roy Kinnear's character, I can't, is his yeah. name Mark? I can't remember. No, his name, his name is Mike, isn't it? Michael. Mike. Yeah, Michael. Okay, I was, I was nearly there, come on. Um, that was one of the jokes in it, that he could never remember his name. So yeah. some of it stuck with you, Matt. I was, I was, I, I was trying to be funnier than the actual comedy, which well, was my name disease is wrong. Uh, basically, this, this one, it, uh, he's writing a biography about his uh, recently deceased father, who was a comedian. And he tracks down his father's old comedy partner, who is Count Arthur Strong. Uh, and basically, he's a bit of a wacky old man who can't remember things. You know, he's got all these wacky old friends. And basically, uh, he, uh, the Rory Kinnear character, thinks it would be good material for the book if he, he sort of follows him around. Uh, what I thought, I just thought it was far too sort of... There was, there was a mix of like surreal comedy with some really sort of old-fashioned... Uh, comedy. I mean, this has come from Radio Four, so you can sort of you can see the influence there. What I did, I really like Rory Kinnear's performance, though. I think that 
that for me was almost like a saving grace in a way. I thought he was He's very playing the, the straight man as the straight man, and he was really really good good in it. But I just I the gags just didn't like the the, the the thing with the foot spa and the thing with the memory game just went on forever. It just for me it, it just fell a bit flat, and the fact that this has got I mean it's got great. Graham Linehan is as sort of the co-writer of this because obviously the guy who plays who's the guy who plays Arthur Strong Luke will probably Steve know Delaney Steve Delaney who also sort of is the creator of this and the co-author so I think has Graham Linehan just sort of taken this to TV with him is that what is well, that I, th- I, th- I think I think and and this is my issue with it I think the reason that this is getting praise and deserving knocks is because it's got Linehan's name attached to it. If this was Steve Delaney on his own, or a writer we'd never heard of on his own, it, I don't know whether we'll be talking about it. You have to wonder how much Graham Linehan did contribute if if this was a sitcom that Steve... I'm not sure... Was Graham Linehan involved when it was on the radio? Was he just no. involved? No, it's come uh, to from, from interviews so I've read, yeah. uh, he's always enjoyed the radio show and wanted to mm-hmm. take it. Television You've got to see. sort of think how much, how heavily he was involved then, because I mean, I, I, I suppose in a way you could sort of think that there's, you know, there's sort, there are little bits of elements of his sort of comedy, you know, this sort of sense of despair and being trapped, you know, can't have a strong sort of trapped in this old world of. Can, can I, can I just say, sorry, can I interrupt? Say, I, I agree with you totally on that last point. There's a little bit of Father Ted. Mm. In some of the way it's written, mm. you can see where Grand Linehan stuff is coming. It's nothing like the ID crowd, but there's definitely a little or bit the of IT Father crowd. Ted. That's what yeah. I said, the IT crowd. Um, <laughs> so my mic's uh, but I think there is definitely that little bit of Father Ted. Not the good bits always, <laughs> that little bit uh, of writing in there. Also the bits well, about Father I, Ted that really annoyed you. I yeah. did think that it needed the laughter track. Is the other thing I thought that totally spoiled. As soon as the laughter track started, I was like, "Oh dear." I felt the laughter track was too strong. Yeah, we had, like we had, done was to, had a lighter laughter track. We have to stop this. We had, I had a big um, conversation with a load of people on a website called Twitter that I'm never on uh, oh, this morning, uh, uh, including including comedy director um, Christine Gernon. And the, the thing is, people, and that includes us, have to stop using this phrase, laughter track. There is no such thing in 2013 uh, as a laughter track. These, these, these shows are filmed in front of a live studio audience. And okay, so then. A laughter okay, track not a, is, not, is if not you a, add It's not laughter. a laughter track. It's somebody holding up a board saying, laugh here now. Please. No, they don't do that. They don't do that. You've Come on! Te- they don't okay, do that. You've been to TV. Okay, okay, what? what, they don't what do okay, just like there shouldn't. I don't. I just don't like the fact. You know, the la- the la- whatever you want to call it, the laughter, the, the audio studio la- laughter, studio laughter. I didn't laughter think enhancement. It needed, it. and there was a really actually a really good letter written by someone in the uh, Radio Times. I don't know if Gary saw this as well. Um, by someone who'd been to uh, see uh, up the women. The, the BBC Four comedy, yeah. and um, was in the studio audience and really enjoyed it and laughed a lot. And then he said, "I came in and saw it on the TV and really didn't like the fact that it had the audience laughter on it." Um, so.
Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's all he contributed I, to that. Yeah, he, he was like. So that was his fault. Hmm. But he's I can see what he means in a way, and I think a lot of the time, and I know, like older older comedies, it sort of it, it used it to good effect. But that older, it's comedies where like the you know old older comedies say something like "Hello, hello," for example, was sort of full of gags, so you could have the the laughter throughout. Whereas this, well, I find is, I don't notice it on not going out now either. No, I mean not going out so heavy. is another one which, if it's a gag heavy sitcom then I think you can get away with it. But Count Arthur Strong wasn't really like a gag-heavy sitcom. It, it was more of a sort of story-based sitcom with a few laughs. To me, the thing is, is that if you are if you are noticing the laughter track, that probably means it's not that funny. No. no, but Because seems, you're not laughing, not laughing therefore track, that doesn't... Track. Enhancement <laughs> laughter, whatever. If you're not laughing when the audience is laughing, that probably means you're not finding it funny. Okay. Also with this, my worry is what with series two already on the way, uh, mm. is that they're trying to make Count Arthur Strong like a uh, like a face of BBC comedy, much like they're trying to do with Mrs. Brown. And but isn't it on I BBC Two? It is, yeah. But I think they're. Just I don't trying think to therefore it's it... gonna. No, I don't think therefore they can make it the face of comedy. Not unless it moves to BBC One and its second series, which I what doubt. Else, what other show did that? All right, moving on. <laughs> I also want to say that the, the thing Run. that annoys me about the thing that annoys me the most about this is the fact that it was the jokes that I could honestly and I'm not I know this is said a lot by people but this is honestly true I saw the majority of the jokes coming a mile off not just Arthur's jokes but everyone around him the, jokes. The as thing well, about the tease, I mean, come on, what was that all about? The, that was just the drag. Tease, everything was just so. Every, every joke that you thought, oh, you've got two teas, every joke was lasted longer, far longer than it should have. But done. I do like, I I do like the story of this. I think it is a good. At its heart, there is a good story, but the jokes, you know, they're just not there. The fun, the. I hated the memory game. I knew yeah. what was coming there. I knew exactly he wouldn't remember it. I just, it was just so laboured and. And so then they had to put in the bit of sort of, you know, like you know the sort of warmth bit in at the end. The the thing you know where he revealed that his dad, you know, had a picture of him and all that. And he's oh nobody saw the end, did they? Nobody saw the end, but you're not spoiling it. Did you, did you miss the Barry Cryer cameo then? Yes, and I'm I'm all the better for it. Yeah, and, and, and this is Barry Cryer the other week complaining about uh, bad BBC comedy. And then... But yeah, Lin- Lina Hearn 
IT Crowd, Father Ted, that episode of Alan Partridge is still my all-time favourite. It almost Black pains books. me. Oh, yeah, Black Books, of course. Almost pains me to say anything slightly negative about anything he's been involved in, but this was a mess. And I know we're doing that thing again of saying, judging a comedy on its first episode, and we shouldn't do that, and I've told people over and over again not to do that, but I shan't be going Apart from yourself. Yeah. I live by my own rules, not my own. Um, yeah, I, I shan't be going back to this. Do we move well. on? Yeah. Before yes. Luke gets all upset. Right, I'm this week. All upset already, Matt. This week, uh, the the uh, you can't really move for Apprentice uh, uh, programs on BBC. We've got the uh, semi semi final on Wednesday. Uh, we'll talk about last week's episode as we've all seen that now. Uh, the final five was on on Monday. And uh, as well, we've got Why I Fired Them on Friday, and Nick and Margaret as well are back together for a special thing about benefits on Thursday. I just want to say very quickly about the final five, if I may. Uh, I always like these programmes because I end up, the people that you spent the last 11 weeks with, who you haven't liked, um, I quite like, uh, by the end of it, I I tend to like them all a bit more, actually. I didn't like Jordan. Oh no, I never liked Jordan. Jordan's an oddball. I think really one, an oddball. The one that that uh, you know I changed my opinion of, and I I, I don't know if you agree with me on this one, Luke. Uh, no, I I was going to say Francesca. Yeah, Francesca too. Yeah. Neil, Neil, I think I already liked Neil's. I, my opinion, Neil changed uh, during when he did, gave that motivational speech at the at the away day task. I think that I didn't learn that much more about Neil that we, that we didn't already know. You know, we knew he was a yeah. he, we knew he was a semi-professional footballer. We knew, you know, his dad had passed away from cancer. I mean, the bit about his wedding was quite quite interesting. Uh, but I mean, the thing, Fr- Francesca, we've not really learned that much about. I didn't really know what she did for a living. I didn't know, you know, you you found out all about this her being a dancer on cruise ships, and I didn't know she owned three businesses. Louisa doesn't stop going on about it. Uh, Where but... were those pictures of Louisa as well that we still yeah, I, I, the... I can email them to you, Luke. The, the sort okay. of grubbier side was left out. I mean, I didn't know Louisa had a had a child. That was a that was a bit of no, a shock. I didn't know any child was I called. I think I Dixie. knew that. I think I think she, didn't she say something? Uh, oh, she says something in the preview that I'd rather go through yeah. childbirth. Yeah, again, it again. was in this. It's in this. Yeah. Uh, so I, mean, I knew that from last yeah. week. But. Um, but the, yeah, the the Francesca thing, I sort of changed my mind about her a little bit. Um, but yeah, Jordan, I still want to punch him in the face. Um, <laughs> we'll get together and do it before Christmas. Can, can we just talk very briefly about that the, the Jordan's complete collapse and almost oh, yeah. literal collapse in the boardroom last week now that Luke has caught up? That was the most bizarre scene I think I've seen in The Apprentice for a long time, where yeah. he almost fainted and threw up at the prospect of not being able to describe his appalling business idea to Lord Sugar. Yeah, and, I mean, very weird. Having, having watched tomorrow's episode without giving anything away at all, I think no, 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 no. The, the only reason that Jordan has been kept in is for some good drama in the interviews thing. I think that's the I, reason I, he's been kept in. I don't. I think... mean, I, I get the impression they are going to pull him apart hmm. from the scenes. Yeah, particularly yeah. um, Claude, particularly Claude Littman. Claude Littner. Littner. Litman. Um, but, but yeah, well, uh, him and Claude Littman will do it together. Yeah. 
the claws, as I call them. <laughs> also, did anyone catch the uh, the Katie Hopkins thing in the week while we're sort of on yes, this? Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, I, I saw don't the really, clip. I don't really think it should have become this massive media story. I mean, she's because... been, she's done that before on this morning. She's done a couple of controversies. She did a a thing about uh, with tattoos with Katie Wasel from the uh, X Factor. I don't know if you saw that yeah, one. I didn't see like, that one. Who yeah. do I hate Kate... less? Uh, well, well, exactly. That's a real toss-up of who you'd like to. Uh, yeah. If Jordan um, was on that, I think my telly might explode. <laughs> and I know that she, she just had to go with a really fat woman for for not being well, really fat. I think the problem yeah. is that Katie Hopkins fulfills that kind of right-wing Daily Mail type mm. type view of. But, but there are, think... unfortunately, there are those people out there with those views who make snap judgments if, if about you, people you, based on names. If you can get the uh, the nation's nicest person in Holly Willoughby to get angry, then. Yeah. Uh, and and Philip Schofield's face was just a picture there, but yeah, it's I think the blow that I'm not seeing. Names, is... I think. Do you think all of our names have passed the uh, Kate Hopkins death? Yes. The thing that I because this is going to shock people, regular listeners to the podcast. Some of what she was saying, if if Katie Uh-oh. Hopkins hasn't have said it, some of what she was saying, I don't like. I don't like the. I don't like the Are idea. Are you courting that, the Daily Mail? No, 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 no. But I don't like no, the idea that in, that in thirty in thirty years there's going to be grandmas called Chardonnay and Kylie. Mm. I don't like that idea. But then she completely ruined it by saying I don't like people from named after geographical places when she's got a daughter called India. So I'm sorry, Katie. You just. Yeah, and, and then she didn't like yeah. she didn't like certain names, and then one of her daughters called Poppy. Mm. Poppy she names. Like names of red flowers. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, The Apprentice, uh, the final five program. Gary, you haven't seen this yet, have you? No, they, they, because of the fact that the fact that Andy Murray won a tennis game, uh, uh, they they repeated. Me. I don't know if anyone's heard about that. Uh, they repeated the Andy Murray story that they showed previously. I, I can safely say I I wasn't watching. I don't. Luke, were you watching the tennis? I watched it accidentally because uh-huh. I flicked no, I... over and I just thought we'll see how it ends and I wish I'd I had a, a lovely day of British sport on Sunday I watched a bit of the Tour de France I watched the Grand Prix and then I watched the uh-huh. tennis uh-huh. and on Can Saturday you... I watched the rugby how much yeah. during all that sport did you actually get up and do some exercise <laughs> getting up and getting drinks reaching uh, the well, Ga- Gary, while you're, while you're, uh, while you're talking, uh, do you want to talk about a bit about Scandal? Yeah, just very briefly, Scandal returned for its second series on More 4 last week. We're a whole series behind the States. Uh, they're just about to show Series 3, I think. And um, it, it's, it's quite straightforward, quite pulpish TV. It's basically twists and turns on a political theme. Um, I just politi- liked it. You really are political mad, aren't you? When it yeah, comes I know, to but I think this was just quite nice. I mean, this features, a, a, you know, she, she, the main character is like a fixer-type lawyer, and she's having an affair with the president. It's kind of like a kind of like a pastiche on the Clinton thing, and they've got lots it's of... It's like references. someone's put a camera into your life. It That's is, it's yes. Like. Am I the president or the honour? Um, <laughs> I don't know. But I just really enjoyed it, and there's going to be lots of twists and turns throughout this series, so... I quite enjoyed it. More four on Thursday nights at nine, if that's your sort of thing, and obviously on four OD. Why do you think this is on more four? I'm always confused what these four um, channels. Because they show, well, because they show the Good Wife on more. I four. think more four is like scene. more. Uh, it's seen as sort of like the adult chat. Certainly when it started, you know, it was sort of like the grown-up thing when they had like the West Wing on 
It's like the adult version of Evil. Yeah, I I think that it was sort of at the beginning, it was sort of trying to be their version of sort of like an HBO almost, because they had all those American dramas on. But then as it went on, it started to be like Grand Designs repeats and and come down with me. That's okay, because that's quite, you know, that's quite specialist as well. Yeah, um, and it became almost more of a lifestyle channel, but they've sort of in recent times, I think, gone back to the sort of original ethos. Occasionally get the odd odd repeat of documentaries on there as well. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's the sort of thing they should one. be doing, I think. More 4 should be the sort of the more serious one, because E4, you've got the, you know, it's the youth one, and more yeah. 4 is sort of the more, you know, documentary US dramas, that sort of thing. Definitely. Previews, Mr. Thank Gary. Thank you, Mr. Luke and Mr. Matt. Uh, tonight on Channel 4, you can watch the first UK live murder trial. Uh, unfortunately, when, when, he, when he says live, it's not live. Well, no, it's not it's, live, but you uh, can watch, it was recorded live in the sense yes. that it's not an edited program, um, but it's not going out live. Obviously, not many courts work till 9 o'clock not, at night. Not going out. No, indeed. Um, <laughs> but um, we unfortunately don't get to vote on, on, on whether they're guilty or not, so this isn't oh, like, up that's to Channel 5 Channel so 4. Get to it's, vote out the it's not like the second series of that celebrity jury thing, is it? That's right, yeah. We, that'd be I quite, quite good like. With Stan Collymore. For all we bemoan Channel 4. And Michael Portello. For all we bemoan Channel 4 for documentaries like The Man with the Ten Stone Testicle and Sex on Wheels and all this thing, uh, this this sort of thing, the murder trial, is exactly what they should be doing. Mm. I'm looking yeah. forward to it a lot. So I'll I probably watch it tonight because of Luther, but. I will watch yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, either, either I'll watch it on on Plus One or I'll wait till tomorrow night when it will be on... More murders on Luther tonight as well. Yeah, oh, right. Ooh, yes, can't wait. Ooh, ooh, Luther, two hours and counting. Um, the return of the second series, I think it might even be a third series, of Dynamo, Magic, Magician Impossible, hey, starts on Thursday hey. on uh, Watch at 9 o'clock. Uh, this got sort of Watch and UK TV's highest ever ratings when it started. Um, After nominated as well. Yeah, quite a, quite a move. I mean, he's a bit good, this guy, Dynamo, and I think maybe there might be something about you moving this show to a more popular He's a bit camp. good. <laughs> he's a bit good at, like, the magic, isn't he? I, I think I heard it as well. I think I heard him say he's, he's a bit good. He's a bit, he's a bit good at the old magic. Uh, at the same time, on a different channel, uh, is the return of the aforementioned Nick and Margaret, as Matt alluded to earlier, at BB- on BBC One. Uh, an hour later, at night at ten o'clock on the Are same. We're going to speak about that program at all. Oh, Nick sorry. Well, yeah, go on. Yeah, talk about the return of it's, Nick and Margaret. It's Nick and Margaret. Uh, it's uh, we all pay your benefits, which is basically they go to Ipswich, and there's four uh, people who claim benefits, four people who who work, and they sort of live each other's lives. So they do the people who who uh, pay tax do a week on benefits, and then the people who are on benefits do a week of work. And they sort of compare and contrast the styles, and I'm sure I'm assuming Nick and Margaret just make faces in the background. Well, Nick certainly will. I don't know what. Margaret <laughs> raises her eyebrows a lot, doesn't she? Okay, she does. There's a great yeah. scene in, in Tomorrow Night's Apprentice with when Margaret meets Louisa. There's a clip of it floating around the internet. I, I would suggest. Oh, that that, that, that sounds getting... like a spin-off show all of its own with Margaret meet Louisa. Oh, Margaret and Louisa, who could go out and fight crime afterwards. Um, the program that I was alluding to earlier, before I was very politely interrupted by Mr. Matt, uh, was that at ten o'clock on Morfort on Thursday, you can watch the third series of The Big C, uh, starring Laura Linney. Um, you can catch up with Sherlock series two if you haven't done already. Um, the program was cancelled due to tennis. <sighs> it was booze all round from Luke and Matt, uh, but it wasn't important match. I was drinking. Uh, so, so the first yes, 
Forget the tennis, yes. Um, so, the, the first episode, which I believe is the one with the woman in it. Yeah? Yes, it's the one, called... The one, as we, we previewed it, like, go back and listen to it last week. Yeah. And... Yeah. Go back and listen yeah. to last week's podcast here. We'll give you it's a second. Good. I listened to it today. It was quite good. Did you? All oh, right, yeah. I've never heard it. Was Luke funny? <laughs> is he ever? I can't right. remember any of the comedy from last week. Yeah, thankfully, yes. Maybe the um, Hooters. Has anyone watched the Hooters? Did anyone watch the Hooters? No, I didn't. And I didn't look up those photos of Louisa either. What so with the weather being as hot as it was, I didn't want to add Hooters to the mix. So. Uh, terrible. Right, BBC Two are starting a new drama series on Saturday night at ten past nine. Ooh. Interesting. It's called Top of the Lake. I think Luke, you've done a, a preview of this, haven't you? Or you've, no, you've been, well, you've no, I haven't done a preview, but I've seen it. I've seen episode one. I, I saw think. it quite a while ago. It's already been shown at the Sundance Film Festival and in New Zealand, where it's based. This is a BBC co-production, but not right. a BBC drama as you and I and Matt would normally talk about. I found it tedious, to be honest. Why? Why but, ten past nine on a Saturday night? I wonder whether they're trying to capture the sort of um, the BBC Four yeah, sort of. BBC, the sort of is it? But aren't they showing Wallanders on BBC Four at the moment? Well, they are, but it's the Swedish version at the moment. Yeah, yeah. but is it is it new ones or old ones? No, they're old ones, I think. Oh, okay, so yeah, you. Were... But I, I just found that I think it was pace weird. I didn't warm to anyone. Um, I know it's got, it's one of these that I think has been really critically well received but I don't think the audience will walk is it, to it. Is it going to sort of divide, divide audiences is it? Not particularly because I don't think people will care enough. I mean it has got Mad Men's and the West Wing's Elizabeth Moss in it mm. so there is at least a face of someone that Holly Hunter not. in it as well. Holly Hunter is in it as well and Peter Mullen Peter who Mullen. I normally really and really it, like. Isn't this, isn't this Jane Campion? I mean this is mm. you know this is, so is. I mean, there is a fair amount of it, it's not Ignatians it's not that it's terrible, it's just one of these things that plods a lot. In, in your opinion, you, Luke, in your in opinion. In my opinion, and I just wanted it to move along a fair bit, but that is top of the lake. Judge for yourself on Saturday. We sure will. Uh, the seventh series of the semi-popular uh, UK programme, Law and Order UK, returns not on Sunday. Not popular in this to, podcast. Well, I, I didn't say necessarily in this podcast, in some areas. Certainly some not podcasts. Luke. Some BBC podcast or ITV podcast uh, returns on Sunday the fourteenth at nine pm. That uh, also it, seems a strange night for that, really. But uh, I don't think not, so. I think it's been on at that date and time before, hmm. not on a Sunday it's, night. Hmm. It's the Lewis time, really, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Um, and as I said, I think it would be. Thought, as I said before, we went on air. I think it would be improved if Bradley Walsh had just bought in all the chasers as uh, as his co-workers from the popular game show The Chase. That's still no. funny, Matt. That's still it funny. Is. No. Really? What it won't be for anyone who watches the chase. Can you imagine the beast on the hunter on, on the hunt for a killer, and the governor? What's going on with the hunter? Are they doing gladiators now? The beast. What? That's yeah, the name. What? Gary, what's an episode of the chase? Go on. I dare you. I'm sorry. I have a job. I'm not at home during the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Channel Four drama. Yeah, a low blow. Yeah. Channel 4 drama called Run uh, starts on Monday the 15th of July at 10pm. Uh, this stars uh, the podcast favourite Olivia Coleman. Uh, do either of you know a little bit more about this one? I have seen the first two episodes and we have an, an interview to coincide with the DVD release. Not, not this week coming, but next week the DVD is out. So it just shows you how 
quick these DVDs come out. It's yeah. four episodes over a consecutive over consecutive nights, concluding on Thursday. Olivia Coleman is in the first one and only the first one. So I'm sure Channel Four will trade no, the fact that I'll Olivia Coleman is in it. Yeah. I, if I'm brutally honest, I don't know what what ties all these things together. We only see. Um, you know, nothing carries on. It's a it's a peculiar thing. And even the even though Olivia Coleman is very powerful and very Olivia Coleman esque and almost unrecognisable from Broadchurch in this, um, nothing really ha- again. Nothing really happens. And even when it does, you don't get like any closure on it. Yes. Yeah. Burn down the synagogues. At it's a bit of a shame. Yeah. We have a few we have a few more new shows to bring to your attention, so let's whip through these uh, and then we can finish this podcast. Uh, the first of which <laughs> is a, a thinking about his sausages that Yeah, got, I'm <laughs> I I got sausages for dinner tummy. and that tummy is rumbling, yeah. Uh, BBC two comedy starring Chris O'Dowd called Family Tree, written by Christopher Guest, who we mentioned earlier, best in show. Who is um, and I, this don't like is, this uh, I don't think I like any telly anymore. I oh, I, I don't think it's awful. I I've watched the first two episodes of this, and again, it's it's got a similar sort of story to um, Count Arthur Strong, as in it's sort of a guy who's sort of uh, down on his luck, sort of researching his his past, his family tree. As you can tell from the title, uh, he's got Chris and and, and lot, Chris lots of them. And lots of American stars in it as well. Yeah, from what I saw, is in there. Yeah. Um, but also, oddly, Nina Conti, uh, the the oh, um, ventriloquist, with her with her monkey. Uh, it's quite an I odd. Think she said she'd only do it if yeah. the monkey was. It. I didn't get it. It's a bit odd. Uh, there, it just doesn't seem to know what it wants to be. If it wants to be like a sort of you know a gentle comedy drama. I mean, there's like sort of pastiches of TV shows. The Christopher Guest father character. Is very obsessed with like old seventy sitcoms and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I hated it as much as Luke did. Uh, but we'll talk about I it. I don't more. like TV. Yeah. Um, then you'll want to not watch Miss uh, the program Ray Donovan that's starting on Sky Atlantic on the same night at the same time. Maybe you can watch that instead. Uh, it stars uh, Leif Schreiber as a fixer, um, and his father's fairly well known in it. I think his father is John Voigt. Uh, in the program. It's going to be on Sky Atlantic, so that's uh, going to be a good one for those of you that have that. Falling Skies is returning for Series 3 on the 16th, and The Apprentice Final, as we talked about, is on Wednesday the 17th. Bumper two hours, including the Your Hired program. Uh, I'm away from the 17th to the 22nd, which means the podcast will go on hold for that tiny amount of time. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, at TV on Twitter, at Bites for Matt, and at The Gary Show for Gary. Thanks ever so much. As always, you can download this podcast from the website, thecustardtv.com, or from iTunes. I sound like those terrible American adverts that rush the endings. Facebook. We really have to. Z-Box. Yeah, and the Facebook. Z-Box. Facebook's very important. Oh, iTunes. It's a good likes. review as well, if you... If you if you download us from that, facebook.com forward slash the custard TV. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.